Hi there, welcome to the morning lesson. I'm Miss Laura, a Waldorf teacher online, offering supplemental classes for third and fourth graders and other materials for teachers and homeschooling parents. I welcome you to join me on my Patreon for additional content and my monthly newsletter that takes you on the journey with me as I go through my doctorate work at Antioch University, where I am focusing on what else? Waldorf education. This story is a fourth grade story. It is part two of Iduna and the apples. Iduna sat in a cave high up on a mountain. She could not fly down the steep cliff of the mountain and she, well, she could not fly. She could not climb down it either for the edge was so steep. She was trapped. The eagle that had taken her prisoner was no eagle at all, but was the Jotun Thiesi. Iduna was in his home in Jotunheim, the world of the giants. Now, not all giants or Jotuns are bad, and not all of them were ugly. In fact, Theseus had a daughter, a beautiful daughter, who kept Iduna company. Her name was Scotty. Scotty was the mother of all skiers. She loved to ski and sled down the mountains at speeds that made her feel like she was flying. She often went out into Jotunheim on her skis to gather things for Iduna. Tazi was out fishing the day Loki found the cave. Scotty was in the valley picking berries for Iduna to make a pie. No one was home except Iduna. Loki, the magic maker, transformed the immortal goddess into a little nut and took her up into his talons. He flew out as fast as he had flown in. It was lucky for him that he did not waste time. The great eagle saw the falcon leaving his home and flew right after him. Now falcons fly faster than eagles but they get tired more quickly. Eagles fly fast enough, but they have more stamina, more energy, and can fly longer. Falcon Loki raced to the safe halls of Asgard, but his little nut clutched tightly. Falcon Loki raced to the safe walls of Asgard with his little nut clutched tightly in his talons. The eagle was flying closer and closer. The gods at Asgard saw the birds as they flew towards them. They saw the nut in the falcon's talons, but the, but the eagle was too close. They took up all kinds of wood shavings from the woodwork rooms and shops, and they made a big heap of, of shavings where the birds were flying. After the falcon passed, they lit the fire. 
the whole pile of wood shavings caught quickly on fire, much more quickly than a log would catch, and the flames exploded. The eagle was moving too quickly and could not slow down. He flew into the flames and his feathers all caught on fire. Tazi the eagle, eagle Jotun burned up as he fell to the ground, dead. Now when Scotty had returned home, she caught news of the death of her father and she wept bitter tears over him, for, she had for he had loved her and she had loved him. She decided that the Asgardians must pay. She sledded over the Bifrost and arrived at the gates of the gods. She demanded audience and to speak her peace. The gods and goddesses all listened to her and agreed it was a shame for her to lose her father. She asked for three things in payment. For the gods to make her laugh once again. For her to marry a god. And for the gods to do something so that her father would always be remembered. The gods regarded her and agreed. Now, first, Loki tied his private parts to a goat and let the goat drag him all around, forward and back and up and down, until he fell into Scatty's lap. It was so ridiculous that she could not help but laugh. Next, with a smile, she asked if she could marry one of the handsome gods so that she would be cared for. But while she would be the one to choose which god would she would take as a husband, she could not choose him based on how handsome his face was. Instead, the gods told her she must choose her husband based on his feet. All of the gods took off their shoes and they stood behind a curtain. They mixed themselves up to and fro so that she could not remember whose feet were whose. Now some of the gods had big feet and some small and some had not cleaned their toenails, I'm sorry to tell you. And some had knobby knees and some had thick calluses and some had hammer toes and some had damaged their toenails and they had fallen off and... Scotty looked at all of the pairs of feet. There in the middle was a very handsome pair. It was, he was not too hairy and his feet were very clean. His toes were well shaped. His ankles were strong. His calves were high and hard and muscular. And Scotty thought to herself, these are the feet of Baldur the Beautiful. These beautiful feet could belong to no one else except for Baldur, son of Odin, the good and the true. Baldur, the best of the gods. Handsome, his inner goodness even made him glow. Everyone loved Baldur. Well, almost everyone, but that's another story. Scotty stood before the beautiful feet, sure in her heart that this was Baldor. And when the curtain was taken away, it was not Baldor the beautiful. It was 
Njord, the god of the sea. Njord was father to Freyr and Freya. He was the Vanir god who came to Asgard in exchange for the great peace so long ago. Njord and Scotty were married that very day, and as I understand it, they were mostly happy for a very long time. But Njord loved the sea, and Scotty, Scotty loved the mountains and the snow. And they traveled between the two of their homes, some of the time living by the sea, and some of the time living in the mountains. And when their differences were too much, they sometimes stayed apart until they missed each other once again. And finally, so that the great eagle Jotun Thradzi would be remembered, Odin took Scotty's father's eyes that had survived the fire and he transformed them into stars so that they would always look down with love upon his daughter. This story can be wonderfully rewritten and uh, even turned into a bit of a play or a puppet show where you can have this wonderful image of the gods getting um, behind the curtain and rolling up their uh, pants. If you're in a traditional classroom with a class, you could reenact this as part of your review with, you know, your basket of silks, dress all the children up as gods and goddesses, and uh, then have them retell the stories as like a little play before the, it turns itself into a writing exercises where they retell the story and give it a give it a a rough draft and then a final copy for the main lesson book a fun drawing to do for this is uh thinking about those first shelters of the caves and you can do a a painting of iduna in the cave or you could do a picture of her in the cave holding her box of apples um you can you can even extend this into um, further study of making amends and what do you do for saying you're sorry and, and meaning you're sorry and also making it up to somebody when you've, when you've done something that's maybe not so good. Like uh, the gods make amends to Scotty for her father's death. Um, it's one of the it's one of the few stories we have where the gods make amends. And so I, I think that's a really good one for us to look at. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks everyone for supporting this program. Uh, don't forget to join my Patreon and it will, the link will be in the uh, description. And until next time, I will uh, wish you happy storying. Okay, bye.